Welcome back to XP Waste, where one of us has the Runecrafting pet and the other doesn't. I'm Michael. Wow, and I'm Oxy. Way to make it subtle this week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys That's didn't know, so if you guys of. didn't know, Michael got the Runecrafting pet. <laughs> Tell us about that. Yeah. So <laughs> you can jump into it. <laughs> I was uh, I was doing some blood Runecrafting today, and I'm 89 Runecrafting almost. Like I had just gotten 89 and then I'm doing the click, 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 trying to chisel, chisel all of the, the dense essence. And, you know, I kind of had a feeling that it was going to happen. And I was looking at the exact place in my inventory that it would pop up because I had my bloodhound pet following me. And sure enough, bing, that little icon, um, the little rift guardian icon popped in my inventory. The message, you have a funny feeling like something is snuck into your backpack. So it's one of two skilling pets that I feel like I'm slightly spooned on it. 89 runecrafting feels kind of early because I still have like nearly 10 million XP to go. Well, 9 million. So and I got, I got my, uh, my Rocky. No, I also got that one at like 85, 86, I think thieving. Anyway, how are you Oxy? I'm pretty good, but since you want to, you know, put your dick on the table and flex your boss KCs and things like, oh, damn, I don't have it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got something stupid, like a 57 fire-making Phoenix pet. So, <laughs> yay for spoon skilling pets. But seriously, congratulations. The Rift Guardian is possibly the coolest skilling pet. I don't think it's the cutest. I think the beaver is the cutest skilling pet. But mm -hmm. as far as, like, the coolest and definitely, like, the most, like, okay, damn, you put in work for that pet, yeah. the, the Rift Guardian's pretty up there, so. Thank you. And it's completely customizable with all your fashion scapes. Yes, that's the cool thing. I made it green, because green's my favorite color. I immediately went and crafted a nature rune, locked that sucker in, but I was looking at the wiki in all of the different colors. I think once I get to 95... I'm going to craft a Wrath Rune because it's black and red. It looks sick. Spooky. Yeah. Or a Death Rune because it's white and black. I don't know. They look cool. And it's definitely customizable. So I'm excited for that. I got the Rift Guardian on Leagues. Also stupidly spooned at like 60-something oh, nice. rune crafting. And I think I had access to the Law Altar. And the Law is like a really nice like dark blue, which is my favorite color. Ooh. So I, uh, there you go. I made my Rift Guardian dark blue. But yeah. Very cool. And that'll follow you throughout the leagues. That'll be exciting. Yeah. So we've we've had pretty good luck with some with some pets here on the XP Ways podcast for sure. We'll sprinkle some RNG y'all's way. Yeah. Obviously, that means if you're a fan of XP Waste, you're all getting a pet this week. I feel like Oprah, Woo! and you get a pet, and you get a pet. So, yeah. Enjoy your <laughs> new pet this week. Yes. And tag us on Twitter if you get a pet this week. You almost said Instagram. Oh. <gasps> Add us on oh, Instagram. To, <laughs> add us on Instagram and uh, let us know because I'm trying to plug the Twitter. <laughs> wow. Good job. Doing it early. All right, Michael. It's unlike last week where not a single damn thing happened in this game. It's been a busy week. We've had a lot of, a lot of good things happen in OSRS. What are we talking about today? It's kind of a hodgepodge of an episode again, yeah. I would say, because uh, we definitely want to cover the new quest. We got word of client updates, not the client of Karend, but <laughs> ah, to, oh, he's already tied to the content. <laughs> ah, 
And uh, I think Oxy wanted to cover some of the the range meta stuff that passed the poll. And we'll talk about the bow of Fjerdin and can't say it still. It's okay. Bow of F. So did you want to start out with the new quest? I dive into that a little bit. I love talking about quests. You guys know Let's this. Do it. I love talking about quests. So yeah, I'm going to warn you right now. This is going to be a bit of a spoiler-heavy episode. Oh, I was going to say that. Like, massive if, spoilers. If you haven't done A Kingdom Divided, we're gonna we're not even going to beat around the bush. We're going to spoil it. So this yeah. is your... I'm going to drag this on for a minute. This is your super early, extended, pre-Kingdom Divided breakdown of what our thoughts about the newest quest to old-school RuneScape named Kingdom Divided that came out on June 15th are. This is your pre-spoiler warning. Okay, good. If you're still here, we assume you've done the quest. Three, two, one. Holy shit. That quest was <laughs> awesome. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. That and was I, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did you do it without a guide? I did most of it without a guide. I needed to look okay. at a guide twice. Once for the Xamfer fight, because... Mm -hmm. I went in the first time, like, I looked at the items I needed for the quest. That's, like, all the pre-research I did. And it said I needed melee gear and fire strike or better. So I'm like, okay, okay I'll just bring Elite Void, because that makes sense. Like, I can just switch yeah. from mage to range. So I fought Xanfer in, like, my TOB gear, like Elite Void, Blood Fury, all that. Mm -hmm. And when the hands started falling from the ceiling, I got my whole ass beat. Yeah, it wasn't even funny. I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> and after that, I was like, OK, that's not fun. I'm going to look up how to at least get around these attacks. Yeah. While fighting Xamfer. Uh, and then I also got really stumped at the part of the quest where you had to like decipher rose's notes only the first oh, one yeah though. the, okay. the okay. one where it was like go to the forthos dungeon that one really yeah. tripped me up the others like a, I a felt ruin like, yeah long forgotten or something yeah yeah it was like a seat of power lost in a civil war or something like that it's mm -hmm. like overgrown oh. i don't yeah. remember the exact wording because i'm still not looking at a guide for it but that is the one that i looked up um mm -hmm. I ran around for a while trying to figure out how to get the combination lock correct. Uh, okay. But all the other Rose Note ones, I had a blast with. I literally was like, wait a minute. They said Frozen North. That must be by Wintertot. So I was like running right? all around there. And then yeah. it took me forever to find the pub at the end. But yeah. Oh, yes. Didn't look up a guide for that. Just went to every single bar in Zaya. And until I went to the one you needed to go to last. Because I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> I did not know it was there either, but it was always nice whenever you walked up and Martin was there. You're like, okay, fine. I mm -hmm. found it. Thank mm -hmm. goodness. So me and Darkseid inadvertently did it together. Mm -hmm. I just I posted in the Discord that, hey, I'm doing the quest. I'm hanging out in VC if anybody wants to join. And I was kind of messing around, trying to kill time while I was actually reading the Karen notes. I don't remember what they're called. It was like the six mm -hmm. entries. The Karen Chronicles, yeah. The Karen Chronicles. I didn't get through them because I really wanted to start the quest. So Kyle pops in the Discord and then Darkseid pops in and they're like, oh, are you doing the quest? We'll do it with you. It's like, sweet. It's kind of funny because me and Darkseid at one point just started 
narrating the dialogue. He would he would narrate like anything that the character was saying, and then I would in turn narrate anything that the like the NPCs were saying. That lasted about an hour, and then he got really bored of it and just <laughs> went on without me <laughs> and finished the quest alone. Mm-hmm. But that was so much fun. Me and him were solving the puzzles together, so I had a little bit of help two minds kind of thinking about what the riddles could mean Mm -hmm. and how to solve them. Let me tell you, this is so fun for the, the ice key. We literally tried a bucket of water. We tried a bowl of hot water. We tried a pickaxe and we tried a chisel and dark side just on a whim. He's like, huh, I'm going to bring a fire spell just in case you have to melt it somehow with fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, before this, he was lighting fires with logs in a square <laughs> around the ice. We literally tried everything. It was so much fun. And then I I brought Fire Strike because I'm like, I'll just bring Fire Strike. And I go to cast Fire Strike on the, on the ice. And it says, you need a little bit stronger magic. And I was like, dang it. So he dropped me a blood rune and, and I was able to cast, uh, I think it was Fire Wave. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, dude, I don't think I ever want to do a quest in RuneScape again another way. Just like all the old quests, sure. People do those multiple times, dozens of times sometimes if you're like making new accounts. But any new quest that comes out, I think I found my new favorite way of doing it. Unless, unless, Jagex, that decides to put out like a Grandmaster ultra tough song of the elves puzzle type quest slayer music bring it on give me that (laughs) give me the combination bro but like i don't know if you're here right now and you haven't done the quest but you didn't care about spoilers try to do the quest without a guide because Mm -hmm. it's very doable Mm -hmm. it's gonna take you a while it took me about three and a half to four hours but it's doable it is oh my god it is so much fun because you're right doing it without a guide takes forever i'm gonna throw that out there for you right now it takes a long time when you're not looking at the guy and you don't know exactly where to go um but especially when it's a quest that is like a it's been anticipated for a while like a kingdom divided and it has a lot of world building behind it and b Mm -hmm. is like a long and difficult and like you know brain teasing quest Mm -hmm. no guide oh so much fun it was such a good time. It took me about three hours to do as well. But, like, I got to experience the new Shazian rework for the first time because my dumbass ran around Shazian forever looking for the first rose clue. Because I'm like, there has to be a seat somewhere. Oh. I was running around there aimlessly forever. Mm-hmm. But I got to see yeah. the full rework. Which, by the nice. way, if you haven't seen the new Shazian rework, holy shit. Beautiful. Shazian looks beautiful. And the animations, oh, the animations killed me. Go right now to the Great Quran. Teleport to Zarek's lookout. Find a lynx and kill it. Watch how smooth the animations on the lynx are. They're so nice. Oh, the Shazian house rework is great. But yes, doing a quest like that without a guide, beautiful. Will I do it again without a guide? Absolutely not. There's no way I'm doing oh. it without a guide again. When I, if I do yeah. it on my alt, if I make another account and I do it on that, I'm going to be space bar in the whole thing and just ripping <laughs> through it so I can get all the benefits of the quest. But yeah. um, no guide the first time. Oh, so, it was so nice. 
I assume you read all the dialogue too, right? Yeah. You got all the... Mm-hmm. Okay. So I streamed it, and it's it's kind of frustrating to stream new quests because you don't talk a lot during quests. Like, mm-hmm. for new quests anyways. Like, when I did Desert Treasure on my PKing uh, alt, I talked through the whole thing. I just had, like, a guide open the whole time. I've done Desert Treasure mm-hmm. before, so I don't really care. Uh, when I did this quest, I kind of felt obligated to, like, read the dialogue out loud. But... yeah. When you want to add, like, inflections or, like, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I like speaking in accents, too. It's like, if you want to give the characters mm-hmm. a little bit of, you know, pizzazz and stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. it takes so much longer than just it reading it to yourself. Like, I have one of the poll blogs open um, for the new client features that we're going to be talking about. I could read through the first half of this thing to myself in a probably a quarter of the time it would take for me to read it all out loud with like i don't know accents i guess or like punctuation tones of voice I don't yeah know. yeah yeah vocal inflections so yeah reading it out loud takes a long time so i don't know if i'll stream a new quest when it comes out but mm. oh my god i felt so good at the end of it being able to like react with people there of like what the oh quest was like and how it ended and i do want to talk about the end yeah but i, I wanted to ask you what your what your favorite part was Ooh, I mean, I kind of like anything and everything in, in, regarding the, the Tessacal, those stone mm-hmm. people underneath uh, Mount Carlam. So I thought that whole bit was cool, where they kind of tied in what happened in, like, the Ascent of Arceus and all that. I, re- I think my favorite, like, section of the quest was when you gather all the house leaders of Karen together in Zarek's lookout and you're all having a discussion mm-hmm. about the uh like the god what's like the willis accords or something ellis accords the, uh, the the something of twill oh yeah Tweet, the um, something whatever the twill the king thing the the thing that they need to do to get a king back in in great Karend. the way that they and i gotta say beautifully tied the five house quests like the individual five quests together Mm-hmm. and had them all intertwine and connect with one another and flesh out all the leaders of the houses that was so good oh my god that was such a good part of the quest yeah i that for me is what sealed the deal you know i thought okay. a lot of it there were a lot of cool parts to it but i think that was that was the defining moment where i was like all right yo this quest slaps this is good right because it's like it's that classic movie trope where you really really are invested in this first thing Mm -hmm. but that turns out to be just a side story to the main story Uh or a means to an end so we're looking for sophia hughes this whole thing was like what happened to her she escaped Mm -hmm. but now once she's found and killed by some demon almost nonchalantly now it becomes this whole second story of well, what are we going to do now? How are we going to how are we going to uproot the council? Mm-hmm. And so, I would agree with you. I think that was the turning point in the quest that really solidified this as something that was like Game of Thrones esque, but in a, in one of our favorite video games, like yeah. just having all of the leaders and the espionage and the backstabbing, and <laughs> that was a little <laughs> nod, um, <laughs> and the. Uh, um, <laughs> And the um, uh, Hosidius, Lord Hosidius, you go into this thinking, 
oh, he has this, like, he, he just brought this accord, but he turns it around and says, I've been planning this the whole, like, forever. Mm-hmm. This is something I've wanted forever. And you're just like, wow, dude, that, that goes way deeper than anybody thought. How he blackmailed Shazian, but then used it to his own, I don't yeah, know. Like, I read that whole portion, I'm like, wait a minute is Lord of Sidious kind of a piece of shit? And I'm like, I was like <laughs> reading through the quest. I'm like, what? And his whole thing, he's like, trust me, I hated it too. But like, that's politics. And like the council's mm-hmm. almost out because of the things that I did. So I'm like, I guess I was so like, I was so, I don't want to say like morally no, torn, but like I... it was, it was weird. Cause he, cause suddenly this guy who I love you, when you walk to his house the first time, you're like, yeah, so, by the way, I gotta talk to you in secret about, uh, maybe you're not getting rid of that, uh, Council A over in Corende, wink, and he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, let's go f- talk about that. He's immediately <laughs> on board with getting rid yep. of the Council. He and you're like, just oh waiting. yeah, he's, he's an ally, he's on my side. And then at the very yep. end, he's like, oh yeah, I lied to you. I know who Phileas was. I kept the original document, even the one you have isn't the real document. I've made copies. Yeah. I'm kind of a dick. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, all of that aside, I kind of respect the guy mm-hmm. because he took something so large as Shazian's ego and played him mm-hmm. to say, and if I remember this correctly, Shazian isn't the true heir or something like that. To me, I mean, last night, this was like almost midnight for me, so I can't remember. But he played Shazing to the point where it's like, I could reveal the secret about you, or you could become the leader. It's like, what do you want? Yeah. Isn't that what it was? So... I, from what I understand, it's not that Shazian isn't a part of the, the Shazian house, the current Lord Shazian. It's that one of Shazian's ancestors is Zarek. Oh. And, like, okay. the people don't even speak the name Zarek. Like, when you go to the Tessacal and you're like, does this have a connection to Zarek? They're like, don't say that name, dude. It's like Got he it. who should not be named. Yeah. And the fact that we, like, finally got a glimpse of this guy in the quest. Mm-hmm. Which I know we wanted to talk about the ending, but like I kind of want to go off on a tangent about this first because it's super exciting. People know Veos, Zarek, right? Well, yeah, he's in Veos's body. Oh, but okay. people know Zarek as this like they know it from Chambers of Zarek. Like, mm-hmm. what's the first NPC in the game you think of when you think of Zarek? Probably Olm. Yeah, you think of the Great Olm, but yeah, like we don't have any like physical embodiment of who Zarek is. We don't know from what we've been told so far just how bad of a guy this was. And we're starting to get more information that this wasn't just some like Shazian leader who went a little crazy. Like this is like full Lord Voldemort level shit. Like people don't even want to talk about Zarek. Okay. I must have missed that. (laughs) Yeah. And this whole the document that Hasidius had, like the book or whatever, pretty much detailed that like Zarek was a Shazian person and like Lord Shazian very pride proud prideful proud proudful whatever very person that he is uh just didn't want the rest of Karen to know that he is a not too distant descendant of Lord Zarek right which makes you wonder 
for those of you who haven't seen Game of Thrones, again, spoiler alert, but, you know, less so, the Mad King Targaryen lost his mind, and then so did Danny. Admittedly terribly, because holy shit, Game of Thrones ended so poorly. Um, but it's still, like, in the blood, so it to me it kind of yeah. is like, is the yeah. Shazian house with the army of Karend gonna kind of, like, turn on the kingdom or like turn on some i don't know they, I'm, I'm really they excited could. i've always seen the house of shazian as this like almost chaotic like good mm-hmm. like an evil that has somehow been like dumbed down to be okay we're just an army mm-hmm. when you look at the like the whole aesthetic of shazian it's like red and black and dark and blood and Every other house is, uh, I mean, except for Arceus, but like every other house is kind of bright and, and cheery. So that kind of makes sense. I think that's a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, they've they've definitely designed the houses to reflect who they are. Like Shazian, especially pre-rework, was very like, here are our military tents, here's our graveyard, here's our battlefront. Even the, like, the armor that the Shazians wear, like the tier 5 Shazian armor has like bones and shit on it like that helmet is kind of meant to represent like a skull with big horns and things Mm -hmm. very Uh, demonic looking and whenever you see that on other characters like you had that character from game of thrones who was the king of bones you had you know tartarus from halo 2 with the elite skull on his shoulder characters that wear bones like this is going to be a really weird correlation so i apologize seem to be kind of spooky and evil you know, mm-hmm. not a lot of good guys wear skeletal gear. Please, someone That's correct true. me in the comments if I'm wrong. But you know, I don't think I don't think Shazen is inherently evil. But I kind of agree with that, like chaotic good. Post rework, yeah. Shazen is much more inviting. Shazen yeah. <laughs> looks gorgeous. Poor well, I was going to say earlier. Of, I was going to say earlier they made Shazen like inhabitable, inhabited. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little town, like all the other ones. It is. Because if you were going into this quest and he's the Lord Shazian, it's like, well, what are you the Lord of? A battlefield? Uh-huh. No, you have to have some sort of encampment, some sort of city, some sort of town, as all the other houses have, but in the style of Shazian. So I'm glad that they did that. I yeah. need to run around that little area more, but I'm glad that they, they kind of reworked it. It's, it's really cool. I think the rework is super awesome. And again, Zarek, like finally getting to like, hear him talk and like meet his mm-hmm. minions and, you know, realizing, like, oh my God, yes, like Veos is Zarek. So for those of you who missed it or don't remember, when a client of Karend first came out, I think that was when they released Beginner Clue Scrolls way back in the day, right? Yes, yes. That was a couple years ago and i did it when it came out shortly after it released and there was a like a trivia bonus where like if you wear the ring of karos after the quest you'll get additional dialogue when asking veos about his client originally veos told you he was zarek and then shortly after they cut that out and they changed it they just totally retcon that whole thing yeah so i don't want to say it was like a spoiler but it was like wait, are you Zarek or are you not Zarek? And yeah. then when, you know, Zamfer is like, ah, oh, my lord, my lord, my lord. Almost like, um, again, Lord Voldemort. Like, uh, God, what's his name? Pettigrew. I almost said Ratatouille. I was close. Um, 
when Pettigrew is talking to Voldemort, it's like, ah, yes, my master, you know, but not saying Lord Voldemort, for example. Yes. Uh, and then when you just see Veos like teleport away, you're like, what the hell? What? I, I thought it was and it said super cool. And then, oh my God, the way they play it off with some of the other houses too, like the Lord Arceus, your character is like, so are we just going to ignore the fact that like Zarek is back? Like it could be Zarek, right? And Lord Arceus is like, we're not going to think about that until it's the absolute final answer. Because if we think yeah. about it, it's just going to cloud everything else. And then sure enough, we get all the information. And Lord Arceus is like, son of a bitch. It's <laughs> So the end of the quest, Confirmed. What did you think of the end of the quest? My jaw dropped, dude. I was... Uh, the little cutscene where you're going to talk to the king after his coronation. Freaking dies. Yep. Stabbed in the back. Spoiler alert. Assassin. Oh, sorry. Yeah, if you're here. <laughs> they knew. Sorry, no, they sorry. knew what was happening. Oh, my gosh. I have a question for you regarding hmm. the end. Hmm. Did you go back up to the castle and talk to young Hosidius, the king? I, I did not actually know. Okay. So I went back up to the castle after the quest. Young Hosidius is there. His mother, Elena, is there. And... You talk to young Hosidius, and he's like, so yeah, my dad died. I'm very sad, but that is such of a life, you know, the life of a king. Mm -hmm. You must move on. You go, to, you, go to, you go to Elena, and you're like, oh, you must be distraught. And she totally plays it off like, meh, it happened. But my son, he's going to be the new ruler. He's, he's the one we have to, to rally behind. I think Elena killed him. I think Elena killed him, dude. Because they're, they're playing this up like there's going to be another quest. In my theory, mark my words, viewers, listeners, I think Elena had a hand in assassinating her husband so that she could be the hand of the king and manipulate her son to her will. That's my theory. Because how are you going to... How are you going to manipulate... Yeah, how are you going to manipulate a strong-willed Lord Hasidius, the guy who had all this planned, I think she was planning this with him. She knew all of his plans and then just took him out so that she could, she could essentially rule from the background. You know what makes that even spicier? What's that? Did you notice the dagger that they threw at Lord mm -hmm. Hasidius to kill him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did it look like? It I mean, it looks like the weapons that the Varlamor soldiers were wielding. Because if you look at that. the queen of Varlamor with her like snake and shit and like her guards, mm -hmm. like her royal guards she had with her, they had very ornate armor. They had weapons that looked super different, like, okay, almost like RS3 reworked weapons. Like they had swords, mm -hmm. maces, war hammers, but they looked so, so cool. They looked yeah. like Rune, but they looked totally different. So if Elena really was in the running to kill the king, what better weapon to use than the weapon of the kingdom oh, of Varlamor that that <laughs> Karend has been at war with for so long? Spicy. That's super spooky, like Lord Hasidius or King Hasidius, you have been marked for death. And then just like, boop, teleport away. Oh my god, I cannot oh wait goodness. for the sequel of this quest. I cannot <laughs> wait for the sequel of this quest. Because I didn't I didn't expect Xamphor to just 
teleport away, right? I thought yeah. we were going to kill him. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously big bad of the next quest. Mm-hmm. So that we already knew. But I really, really think, I, I really think Elena's going to come back and be, and be a big bad as well. Oh or have, be some God. sort of villain. God, that would be that would be so good. Oh, that would be so good. I never even thought of like because when I saw the dagger, I'm like, oh shit. Them them dudes in Varlamore really still hating the the great Mm. Karend, huh? But oh my god. Oh, (laughs) that's so good. Again, that's some Game of Thrones type shit right there. It's such good. Kill someone with one weapon and frame somebody else with their weapon. Oh my god, that's fantastic. It it really like this whole quest was pretty reminiscent of Game of Thrones tropes, like the whole your mother is ruling in your stead, like with uh, Cersei ruling with through her son essentially and not wanting to give up power. Well, that was that so, was at the very end. I think as far as like storytelling and like connecting different pieces together, that very like I said in our quest episode, take your goddamn time and tell a really good story. Element of Game of Thrones was. T- totally there in kingdom divided they did so good and if it is gonna be that like cersei through tommen or cersei through joffrey Mm -hmm. type of Mm -hmm. rulership with this like peter baelish style betrayal shit oh i can't wait for a new quest i'm remembering cersei for sure killed robert baratheon for sure Hmm? they orchestrated the whole thing robert baratheon i thought he got died i thought he just got killed by a boar like, yes, he got hit by a was, boar and then didn't, you know... No, it was... Okay, so if you haven't... It's been a while, right? So, the nephew... Yeah, they got him shitty drunk and then them, got him killed, They got right? him drunk, yes. Yeah. They got him drunk on purpose and then he died. Mm-hmm. But it was all a ploy by the Lannisters mm-hmm. to kill Robert so that Joffrey and then Tomlin could all be the king, but it was obviously Cersei ruling through them. Good. So I think Good. that's what's at, what's at play. Not to say that... RuneScape is unoriginal because I'm not making that correlation to say Fantasy the developers. Tropes. Yeah, it's just they've been around for so long. Like you could probably <laughs> pull anything from RuneScape and be like, "Well, that was also in Lord of the Rings," or like that was also in what? <laughs> like it's it's been around. Like that's in D and D. Literally, Verzik is not even slightly heavily based off of Ursula. The artist of Verzik is like, oh yeah, I love the Little Mermaid. She's definitely based off of Ursula. To the point to where when I went to go change my Disney Plus icon a few weeks ago, I'm like, holy shit, Verzik Vitours on Disney Plus? It's (laughs) Ursula. That's how closely it is. Like, if you look on the trivia pages for any of the major bosses, you'll see they have connection to other fantasy. They have little Easter Mm -hmm. eggs to, you know, fantasy and sci-fi and things like that. So to say, like fantasy elements make game of thrones unoriginal or not game of thrones make runescape unoriginal is totally not fair because they've been around forever so runescape just uses them in its own way to make such a good quest (laughs) and and it wasn't even original to game of thrones too so like yeah that wasn't the first time that's happened that happened all throughout history Uh in real life rulers ruling through their children so Mm -hmm. Really, really good stuff. Quest. One small little thing before we move on about the end of the quest. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was adorable that all the other all the other rulers were there. <gasps> Duke Horatio yes. was there. King Rold was yes. there. God, what was that guy's name? It was like King Barfus or something. The the King Lathis <laughs> fill in after Song of the Elves. 
Which made oh, me no wonder idea. if you do a Kingdom Divided and don't do a Song of the Elves, is King Lathis there? Sound but off I don't, in the comments. Yeah, but I don't know. I've I that was obviously I have a quest cape. I don't know. So if you haven't done Song of the Elves, but you've done a Kingdom Divided, yeah, please let us know in the comments if King Lathis is there in that end cutscene. I only wish I could have walked around and talked to people more. Yeah, I would have liked would to be cool. able to talk to the other rulers about what they think because we've never really yeah. gotten an opinion from anyone in the mainland about Zaya. Anyone at right. all. Right. Um, so I thought that I mean, would have been surprised. cool. I was surprised they were there. It was a cool little Easter egg to see all the all the people there for sure. Mm-hmm. I also, of course, would have liked to see uh, more people there. I would have liked to see the uh, the chieftain from Relica. I would have liked to see, mm-hmm. you know... Who else is like a ruler? I almost said one of the elves, but like I feel like that's probably not a thing that would have happened. You know, I would have liked to see the um the king, the wise from... old man. <laughs> Maybe you love the wise old man. You like to see him everywhere, but he's yeah. <laughs> I'd he like to see himself to the coronation, like the the leader of Al Karid who lives in that palace. Like, it would have been cool to see him there. Freaking Prince Ali, <laughs> that mm-hmm. would have been hilarious. Yeah, his his dad, Prince Ali. I don't know what his name is though. Because it's been forever since I've done that quest. Yeah. But Kingdom Divided, good. You know what else is good? The vanilla client not being a total piece of shit anymore. Love it. And mobile, potentially. Mobile in time, for sure. But the vanilla client is slowly making its way. So we have kind of made the hard transition from hyping up a Kingdom Divided to... Now we're going to talk a little bit about... They released a news poll... Our news blog the same day Kingdom Divided came out. Kind of went under, talking, the, under the radar for me. Yeah, a little bit. Like I didn't even hear about it until the modcast the next day. But they're they're updating the client and they're updating it in waves. Or okay. at least they're like rolling out betas in waves. So they're doing it in these things called milestones, where it's like milestone one, milestone two, milestone three. Milestone one will link the blog in the description of the video. Features a shitload of QOL improvements to the RuneScape vanilla client. If you have specifically the Steam client, yes, the Steam C client has made it possible because the JavaScript spaghetti code is hard to work with, (laughs) from what I understand. If you've only played on RuneLite, you've only played on RuneLite, if you have a big gaming tower, you've only played on RuneLite GPU. Uh, high detail mode you have all these plugins do yourself a, not even a favor a disservice and go play vanilla runescape right now the client is god awful so the fact that jagex has spent a year working on these improvements taking things that they love from runelight and putting them in the vanilla and they're going to do it in stages so it's a slower more like processed rollout oh yeah. my god that's going to be amazing are you looking? Do you have it open right now? Do you want to tell us about some highlights that you're excited for from the first milestone? Which, by the way, the first milestone should be out. Uh, let me check my watch here today. The first milestone oh, nice. should be open for testing. It's either I can be open for testing or it's going to be like in game as of Wednesday, June 23rd. No word on the second or third milestones yet. No word about mm-hmm. what's in them or when they're going to come out. But. Oh, actually, there is word. You can expect the second milestone in late July, early August, and the third milestone in late August, early September. So once a month for the next two or three months, we are going to be seeing some significant old school RuneScape Steam client upgrades. And Michael and I will do an episode on the Steam client to give it like a full review 
uh, yeah. in a few weeks. Yeah. I don't know that it's going to be necessarily like something that can take me away from Runelight right now mm-hmm. because there's some core features that make this game playable for me. Quality of life stuff that make this game playable, but it's in the it's in the very right direction is what I'll say. It's we're heading there. Mm-hmm. So ones that I think are going to be interesting, the the Chamber of Xerix helper specifically for those mobile only players or uh, people like Bodhi who are just elitist and don't play on Runelight. That's going to be helpful so you can scout raids. And it's really cool that Jagex is prioritizing this. I watched a video today that kind of highlighted this fact. A lot of what Jagex has done in the past for updates has been geared towards early game or new players or, you know, stuff like that. Like this really indicates that they are looking at late game and they're prioritizing it in some way. The Chambers of Xerix helper, anti-drag settings is cool. Ground tile markers, bless. <laughs> this is one of those things that has become a core piece of the game in metas, uh, teaching people things, um, different s- training methods. I don't know. It's, it's something that needs to be in the game that you didn't think you needed. Mm-hmm. is how I'll put that. Now, there's a bunch of them, and we won't go over all of them, but there are some more quality of life things, like just having your, your heads-up displays, your attack style, your stat boost, that kind of stuff. Is there any that you're super excited about, Oxy? I, I was going to say ground markers for sure. I think it's ground tile, and I thought they also said item? No? Is that coming in a future one, I think? I don't think items, item ground... So last week there was the modcast with Aiza, Kieran, and I think Mod Mac was the other guy. We don't see much mm-hmm. of him, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they they talked that you know some things from Runelight, like you know ground item identifiers, will be coming in the future. But you're right; some of the stuff that we play with on Runelight has become absolutely like a critical part of playing, mm-hmm. and you know. Not always for low level stuff, you know, like you said it's it's good that they're focusing on the end game because what low level player uses tile markers for anything? None right. of them, but think of a high level activity that uses it. use them in chambers to determine like how to get the head turning. use them in t o b for things like web walking, where to attack Zarpus um mm-hmm. got with another tile I have marked, oh, where to freeze the crabs at maiden mm-hmm. uh you use tile markers in the Inferno for all sorts of stuff that I don't understand, <laughs> but you'll, you, you use tile markers there. Those are yeah. three huge endgame pieces of content that just had this one little fix are going to make so much better to do on, you know, on the vanilla client. And then you go to talk about, you know, you've got item like ground item indicators coming. You've got toggle over tooltips. So like you no longer have to like, click on something and wonder what it is right Mm -hmm. so the the example they gave is like if you hover over a tree right now in the steam client it just says on the top left portion chop tree tree. it doesn't say chop tree in the vanilla client that is not a feature in vanilla that's a room light feature yeah so that is now coming to the vanilla client like that is huge yeah. You know, all these things coming that will definitely help lower level early game players for sure. But like, you know, having 
God, there was another one. Oh, XP trackers. That is end game. Oh. That's hella end game right there. Yeah. XP trackers. Because you're only tracking sure. XP if you're wanting to do it quickly and you know how to do it, or you're mm-hmm. an experienced player on a low level account. No new right. player from Steam is like, how can I get the best construction XP per hour? Because number one, <laughs> they probably can't afford it. And number two, they don't know that that is a thing that people in old school do. Yeah. So, oh my God, that's the improvements on this client are going to be very cool. Like you said, probably not going to be enough to drag me away from Runelight. Not right now. Not right now, but I'm, I'm more than happy to give it a shot. Like I would yeah. be absolutely okay today. I'll probably put something on, on Twitter about it uh, today as well. Cause I'll, I'll try the steam client out. I'll try the new features it has. I yeah. think another cool thing about it is there's no more secret rooms in Chambers of Eric. Right. With the Cox Helper. I think if you have it turned on, it's not like... So I think Runelight right now relies on like the way it's laid out. But because mm-hmm. Jagex obviously can... They run the game, there will never be an unknown room ever again. Which is pretty cool. With the Cox Helper. Cool. Like we said, check out the blog. We're going to list it below. We could go on and on and on about all the little nitpicky things in every single thing from this milestone. Um, we're not going to do that because we value your time as much as ours. <laughs> Read it over. Look it over. Look at some of the work in progress screenshots and play the Steam client today. Why not? I do want to highlight something that they said. Mm-hmm. This is um, in the about the features paragraph. Uh, they said, we'd also like to take this opportunity to say a big thank you to Adam of Runelight, who has been really supportive and helping us to assess which features we should prioritize. So I think that's really cool that they're actually working with developers at RuneLight to kind of gauge and, and, and feel out what should be prioritized, what's just kind of a niche thing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it makes me think like RuneLight acquisition, maybe, but that would kind of suck. Ugh, <laughs> uh, I hate that yeah, idea. I don't know. Uh, we've talked about this, and mm-hmm. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you, because right now, with it being open source, if someone like, I can't say his name right, Goody, Mod Ronin, mm-hmm. if he wants to go in and make absurd rune-like uh, plugins, he can, and it's fun. There are some that break the rules, and people get in trouble for that, but if it becomes to where it's not open source anymore, and Jagex controls it, then another client is just going to pop up in its place and become the client that everybody would use. So I think RuneLight staying separate, but also Jagex having some features that can compete with it is healthy competition. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make it better for everyone because competition breeds innovation. <laughs> yeah. You also brought up um, another client will pop up Another client that could potentially be super against the rules. You're talking like a blue light, you know, predict Hydra's next attack, tell you exactly where to stand in theater of blood, like illegal yeah. client. Yeah. Um, cheat clients. As they cheat call clients. That. That's, that's the term. Um, and like, we don't want that. I would hate if Jagex just flat out bought Runelight. Cause again, it wouldn't be open source. And a lot of the plugins that you like, would be gone. They yeah. would be absolutely gone for sure. 
you yeah. know, never mind the fact that the community, like you said, Mike, can no longer make things for Runelite. Like, we have a buddy, uh, TMD, who, for, who asked a couple questions a couple weeks ago. He is either working on or finished with a stash unit plugin that tells you wow. what stash units are on the map, like, in addition cool. to, like, the clue step thing. It's just, like, an add-on to that. Uh, it's like it's, I don't know if it's its own plugin or what, but he's working on that. I've had friends who make plugins for all sorts of stuff. I can't code. I don't do it. <laughs> but things like, you know, they talked about on the modcast, the clue scroll helper. Oh, One that I is remember us talking about totally game-breaking to have in the main yes. game. It would just get deleted. Yeah. If you don't have it and you need to learn it, download the Zolra helper. Uh, let me see who it's by over here. Um, I have it. Zolra helper is nice. The Zolra helper is nice, and it's it's not illegal. The Zolra helper, the Zolra plugin, it's by While Loop. It just tells you what is happening next. Doesn't tell you mm -hmm. where to stand. Doesn't tell you what to pray. It just tells you the order of the phases, which is extremely helpful if you've yeah. never successfully killed Zolra before. All these things, like the bot. Buster plugin, the raid data tracker <laughs> plugin, the supplies tracker, all these mm. things could be gone if yeah. Runelite is no longer open source and owned by Jagex. I don't think the Steam client will ever be a Runelite copy. I don't think I would ever want it to be a Runelite copy. I don't think Runelite will ever be bought by Jagex because I think most of the community is in the same boat like we are of like, don't yeah. buy it, don't take away our good stuff. But yeah, another big one. The quest helper, it goes along the same yeah. lines as the <laughs> the uh, clue scroll one. That's so broken. Because I want to dive into that real quick. The clue scroll helper is a, like if it if it ever was to be implemented into the game, it would essentially just tell people, well, clue scrolls are, the actual hunt of a clue scroll is useless mm -hmm. because we're giving you the question and then we're giving you the answer. We're giving you a, a puzzle box, a slide puzzle, and we're telling you how to 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 solve it so it being separate from the actual game itself and it being a plugin makes sense yeah because i think if that was a vanilla feature just have the monsters drop clue caskets like don't even have yeah. them drop clue scrolls have them drop clue caskets yeah. i enjoy clue scrolls so much because it is that like you know how many steps is this master going to be oh if i get sherlock be anything but the runite step you know, yeah. where am I going for this? What kind of teleports do I need? Do I need to bring food? Am I going into the wilderness? Like, I like the hunt of a treasure trail, even mm -hmm. though, holy shit, I am bad at puzzle boxes. I did it on stream <laughs> once. Took me 20 minutes to do the castle puzzle box, and I didn't even complete it successfully. I actually had to close my rune light client and open it back up on stream so the clue helper plugin would work properly. So I wow. could finish this clue step. I wow. couldn't do it. It was so <laughs> bad. So I like having it. But I think if it became a vanilla feature, just drop the casket. Don't even waste my time. Or um, don't yeah. drop the casket, but like take away all the like the mystery. Like it would be all Sherlock's and Fallows and go and dig here. At that point, it wouldn't it's be just any annoying. anagrams or yeah. Yeah. It'd be like yes. challenge scrolls or something. Yeah, it would it Go would kill all just be exactly annoying, like mini slayer tasks or like mini mm -hmm. stupid run around and fetch this for me. Like <laughs> they have those right now. You ever gotten a Charlie the Tramp step? Oh, I hate Charlie so much. I hate 
hate, and I cannot stress this enough, Jagex, <laughs> look me in the eyes. I hate Charlie and the Tramp steps. I hate hate Charlie, Charlie and, the and the Tramp. tramp. Whatever. Have him eat spaghetti with one of those mangy-ass dogs in Varrock. I hate him, and I hate that step. I, what I about hate. his brother? I don't give a shit about his brother. I need a trout cooked by you. <laughs> I need a leather body crafted by you. I need a sardine caught by you. Fuck off and do it yourself. <laughs> I can't stand... They are the bane of beginner clues. I am not the type of person to keep a clue in my bank, so I don't get them. When I have something to do, like grind a goblin champion scroll, I pick up a beginner clue, and I bank that bitch, because I hate Charlie. Alright, rant about Charlie over. Some features of the Runelight client should stay on Runelight and not be yep. vanilla. Is that a good place yeah. to cap this section off? Capped it. Because we still have one tiny little thing to mention, just because we've talked about it for weeks on end. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Tell us. Teeny tiny. The Range Metapole blog that recently came out a couple weeks ago detailed a bunch of changes that could possibly be released if they got mm -hmm. pulled. Every single one of them passed. So Did they really? Every single That's... one. Blanket yes across the board. So <laughs> our favorite bow of, you know, fluff and waffles uh, is coming into Old School RuneScape as a reward from the Gauntlet. It is probably going to be recolored, just like all the other blades are. You can corrupt it for 2,000 charges, which will give unlimited ammo and save nice. all the charges. It's going to be design number two, which I, I really hope our editor, Wink, uh, puts a picture of bow design number two on screen right now, Wink, and then, hear me out, links it in the description for the viewers, Wink. I'm not editing this week's episode. That's why I'm being super upfront about it. <laughs> you know what the editor should do right hmm. now? Play the clip that uh, Spartan sent us of how to say it. The bow of Ferdinand. There you go. That's how you say it. Yeah. Falafel. Just like we've been saying the whole time. So yeah, everything from the range meta poll blog passed. Uh, results aren't up yet on the wiki, but if you go to a poll thing uh, in game, they'll show you there. I don't know why I'm saying this to you two days in the future. They're probably up on the wiki at this point. Go check them out. Go check out design number two. So super exciting. I don't know anything about investing. Please don't take my advice seriously. Also, now might not be a bad time to invest in a blade of Saldor because theoretically the price could only go up, which it's I'm worried up. about. It has gone up. The last time I looked, it was like 90 mil. And then recently I looked again and it's like 115. This was like a couple days ago, but it's gone up mm, for sure. Blade of Saldor is 124 mil right now on yeah, Monday it's... when they say it just passed. So, yeah, I don't have that kind of spending money. But if you do think about it um, <laughs> again, I am a little cautious because it's a crystal bow with crystal armor. It could suck and it could yeah. really affect the price of the Blade of Saldor could really bring it down it could bring it down yeah if the bow sucks it's not going to be worth 120 mil but it could not suck i think i saw something on reddit this morning that somebody has already devised a general guard or method with the bow of fair tenon you guys are nerds uh, you are and we love you and that's why we want you to keep watching our show because you're just like us 
All right. The bow's not even out yet. The bow's not even out. God, it's just, it's, what they probably did is they probably brought a normal crystal bow in and, like, figured out the tile. Another example of why tile markers are important in the new vanilla rune-like client. God, we're so good at tying our stuff together, just like a kingdom divided. <laughs> Boom, that's the two for one. You weren't expecting that. Uh, <laughs> um, They probably went in with just, like, a normal crystal bow. And, like, marked all the tiles, and we're like, oh, I'm sure it'll work exactly the same with, like, a bow of ferritin. And I assume Corrupted is going to be really good. If this bow is really good, and, like, it's it's a viable in-between from the nerfed blowpipe and the twisted bow, yeah, it could be a bow of ferritin and rebuild for some people before a twisted bow rebuild. You know? Right. I don't think it'll be don't that have... good, where you sell your whole bank for it. But... Well... Think about this, like I corrupted my Saldor, I corrupted mm-hmm. my blade, so like I, I'd have to dismantle it, decorrupt it, I don't know. I have to do a lot to re- to like sell it. Mm-hmm. So once I get my bow, I'll probably corrupt it and just keep it forever and not sell it. Mm-hmm. But it has unlimited charges once you corrupt it, so then you never have to buy ammo. You kind of just don't have to think about it. And I think one thing that they did talk about, but I don't know if it got pulled yet, correct me if I'm wrong, Oxy. But they were talking about making the crystal armor not have a full set bonus, but just piece bonus. I think so that, that that is what got pulled, and I think that okay. passed. Good. I don't know when so they're like going to implement that, but I think it did pass. If you wanted to have your blessed dehyde chaps, crystal top, and then maybe the crystal helm, because there's not a really good range helm besides a coif, then you could. And you would still get some prayer bonus and you don't have to wear the entire set and look like uh, a crystal elf to use this bow effectively. Don't know why you would choose to cut out the crystal legs and not the crystal helm for like the slayer helm or the serp helm. But, you know, I suppose to each their own. (laughs) (laughs) However you want to. (laughs) <laughs> However you want to configure that and make a meta out of it, go for it. PVM of the year, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's me. <laughs> I tried to look up my servers, KZ, because you were killing servers today, and it didn't show up because I don't think I have any. Stupid. Stupid. Cerberus is stupid. Or I'm stupid. I can't figure out what it is. I went to Cerberus once. I got one kill. And then someone ran in and was like, you crashed me when I had like 90 HP left. One of those guys who went to bank and thought that 10 minutes away would be fine. Whatever. I just I just home tell it. I didn't even have the patience for it. I just left. <laughs> the next time I got killed by those stupid ghosts. So game sucks. Don't play it. I have two Cerberus, Casey. At this point, I might not do the other 197 I'm assigned. I don't care. We'll see. I think I'm going to get 50. And then stop because I don't stop. care. I I, yeah. I didn't care about Cerberus and leagues, but I needed to for the the prims. Mm-hmm. I don't care about it on the main at all. So I think I'm going to get ranked and then just drop it. Here's what I proposed to you this this afternoon, and you were not you were not having any of it. I hmm. think I might do it for fun if I go to kill Cerberus and my first crystal is a Pagasian, then I will make. Ranger boot, Pagasian, whatever. I'll make the Pagasian boots from scratch from a pair of Ranger boots that I got from a clue and the crystal I got. And then I think it'd be fun. 
Like you can't go back to service. You can't finish your task until you make the boots. I should do that with all of them, actually. Would I have to go to Mage Training Arena? Oh. I'll Iron Man this bitch. <laughs> I can't wait for you to get smoldering stone after smoldering stone after smoldering stone and have to do dumb shit like grind a dragon harpoon and a drag. I know how much you love the wilderness. You'll have to grind a dragon pickaxe. <laughs> like, That'd be awesome. Oh, man. I mean, smoldering stones are. Oh, I can't sell it, can I? Dang it. Oh, no, I'm not going to do the smoldering stone just <laughs> with the crystals. But that would require me to go back to Slayer and unblock um, Hellhounds, which I, I might do. Unblocked them when I got 91. Shouldn't have, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. I've had a bad day with PVM. Today, this is going to be a, a final little tangent before we go to the commercial break. Today sucked with PVM. I'm trying to get my 500th Vorkaf KC died because I'm I ran out of prayer like a dumbass. Now I didn't get smited. I didn't. I, like, he didn't turn my prayer off. I ran she out ran of prayer. Out. I saw like 14. It was like I'll be fine. Ran out and got horribly burned by Dragonfire and died. <laughs> Went Rock. back like two hours later and was clicking as hard as I could, and my network was like. <laughs> and I got fireballed to death and died. But my network was still working well enough to show me the animation, but not to click <laughs> anything or anywhere. So all my clicks were dead clicks. So I got to see that fireball. What a troll. And died. What a troll. Um, then I said, all right, this sucks. I'm going to go to Zolra first drop with Swamp Tar. So this game is terrible. I died to Cerberus, died to Vorkath twice, lost money at Zolra somehow. I'm so over PVM today. Game sucks. Don't play it. I, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Anyway, yeah. on that note, I send think us off. A, yeah, let's send this <laughs> ship off into sea and send you to a commercial break because that's what we're calling them now. Uh, they're not ads unless you count our uh, anchor ad. Anyway, thank you so much for this. Why am I sending you off? We'll see you after the commercial. Oh my god, <laughs> Michael, get it So, you're out of work, and you're looking for a career that'll bring purpose, meaning, and value to your life. Well, look no further. We have the opportunity for you. Here at the Grand Exchange, the customer comes first. One of our regulars always shows up wearing what I assume is like thousand year old armor. Andy has one of those abyssal demons following him around, so I'm pretty certain he just owns this place. Here at the Grand Exchange, you'll find working conditions that are second to none, with employee comfort being one of our highest priorities. Who thought it was a good idea to give our uniforms long sleeves? It's the middle of July, there's no roof on this place, I'm sweating my balls off out here. Here at the Grand Exchange, we strive to make each and every day worthwhile for our valued staff. Kids these days have no respect. I've been working here for 54 years and I've never once heard a thank you from any one of these adventurers. Here at the Grand Exchange, we pride ourselves on our calm and comfortable working environment. I'm sorry, what was the question? I couldn't hear you. Just doing people screaming. They shout the same things all day long. It's like the robots or something. There's nobody going to do anything about this. 
Here at the Grand Exchange, employee health and well-being are among our top priorities. <laughs> oh my god, she wanted all of it. She wanted all 600 million gold pieces. Do you know how much that weighs? I can't, I can't feel my legs. So come on down to the Grand Exchange and submit your application to become one of Gilinor's happiest and healthiest employees. We look forward to serving you while you serve Gilinor. Here at the Grand Exchange. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I know we sure did. <laughs> Fun question. <laughs> I asked you, to be fair, I asked you if it was something you wanted to keep doing and you said oh, we can just, never change it. Just because I hate it doesn't mean it's ever going to change. Even the weeks okay. when like I do the intro and like the see you guys after the break, I'm going to come back and say the same scripted line. We're going to be on episode like 430. I'm going to be like, I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I know I sure did. That's me <laughs> being an old man because that only be like Hold a year. On. That'd be like just over a year from now. I nope. won't be that old. No, old 52, 52 weeks in a year. We do one episode a week. Oh my that God. Would be Why literally... did I think there was 365 <laughs> weeks in a year? I'm such a I know I sure did. Actually, that would be eight years of us doing this podcast. You're straight geriatric, sir. If I'm still playing RuneScape in eight years and I don't have a Max Cape or an Infernal Cape, just kill me. Just because clearly, clearly I'm that. Just kill me. If I don't have every cape in the game at that, kill me. Completion escape. Oh, man. You know why I'm never going to get the completionist cape? Because I'm never going to get anything from Cerberus, because I hate that boss. Anyways. Uh, or the Calphite oh, Princess, because that pet is gross. <laughs> I'm going to get the Calphite Princess before I get the head, and I, I will burn this place to the ground. I, you, I guarantee it. My pet lock is going gonna, is gonna to haunt me, and I'm going to get that stupid beetle before I get the head for the diary. You could transmog it to the flying one. I think that one's cooler than the, the one that crawls. I'm going to go get myself PK'd. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I would insure it and leave it to rot in my POH, which is a fate <gasps> worse than death, no doubt. Oxy. Anyway, you can insure my Rift Guardian. 
Oh my god! Holy shit! Thank God we didn't ask you to go to TOB. I didn't. I didn't leave the altar. <laughs> oh my god, Michael, go, go right well, now. I'll do it right after. The Time podcast. for that jazzy BRB screen again. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no! <laughs> do it after the podcast. When you're talking to Elena in Karend, I'll be insuring my pet. You had better be. You, I, promise. I swear I to God. Promise. I promise I will. You thought of a fun question. You didn't tell me what it was. I so did. So hit me with it. All right. We have talked about a plethora of stuff today. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But the biggest thing, arguably, was the client of Karend, which got me thinking, you know quests are awesome let's think about good quests mm-hmm. and then right before the break you mentioned halo and destiny which are first person shooter games maybe you can see where i'm going with this if you could play any old school runescape quest in first person Ooh. what would it be like picture osrs but in like i don't know a skyrim or call of duty-esque style fps game what would the quest be and why? Is there a quest that involves Lilowin in Letia? I'm just kidding. We're going to the BRB screen again, folks. <laughs> I'm kidding. Michael's going to do a farm run right now. <laughs> Gotta go, boys. I am kidding. Um, I have a quest list in front of me, but it doesn't have all of them. Oh, those were non-members quests. Okay. <laughs> Did you already think of this? Do you already have yours? I, I do. I have a few. I have a few. All right. In, in classic fashion, you need to go first so I can think. All right. In classic fashion, I'll, I'll go first. Obviously, one that I would really want to see in first person is Dragon Slayer 2. It sounds super unoriginal. It's probably the quest everyone thought of, but for me, what would really send it home for Dragon Slayer 2 in first person would be um, just as, like, your ships crash, and you Mm -hmm. have to go through all the agility obstacles with, like, the dragon shooting at you and things like that. I would love to, like, run through that, like, Xbox controller in hand, like, running through, jumping, avoiding fireballs, maybe tossing a couple, you know, you rune arrows up at the dragons and not hitting them but just because you know running away things like that that would be amazing i think it would be really cool and really engaging to try to like avoid some of galvex attacks in first person because mm-hmm. you know again in runescape we're top down you know third person mmo gameplay in first person you don't have the whole 360 view so you know where his fireballs are, how far away are you, where's the hole in the waves during the Galvac fight, uh, how you need to, like, move your thumbstick to get out of that, like, earth attack or whatever. Like, that'd be really cool. I think it would be a very fun and very engaging boss fight in first person. I'm I'm kind of a nerd, and as I've said, I love quests like uh, Curse of the Empty Lord, so I would love to see that in first person, only if we could, um, we could like see what they talk about and not just have mm-hmm. to listen to him. Like we actually got to physically experience what is happening during curse, of the empty Lord. Mm. And then this one, my last one will probably be a little bit controversial. It's controversial to even me because I hate this kind of game and I, I hate it. 
first person platformer morning zen part two might be a lot of fun i'm terrible <laughs> at platformers and i'd probably break a couple controllers a couple plural <laughs> controllers trying to get through this quest in first person yeah. but i think the experience of getting all the way through the temple in first person and then meeting some stupid dwarf who's like go get me 70 items from around the world and then come back to me i think that would be fun in first person yeah it's a little weird i i'll admit but i think it would be a good time michael what about you this was really hard because yeah. i got my quest cape i think in 2019 or 2018 oh, so damn. it has been a very long time since i've done most of these quests but the two that stuck out to me and this is going to sound like a cop-out oxy but it's not but a kingdom divided would be very very cool in first person because there's a ton of running around to do mm-hmm. and that's that i think that's a lot of first person shooter games like you're running a bunch and maybe i don't know you jump on a horse or something and you're able to ride a horse but a lot of the stuff that you were able to do in that quest involved like i'm thinking just the end uh council like in that for in Zarek's lookout like that scene where you're looking around at all the different lords and ladies and they are discussing and talking and like not having that top down view, mm-hmm. but being in the room mm-hmm. and maybe being able to walk around the room as they're talking to get a different viewpoint would be really cool. It sounds again, it sounds like a cop out answer, but I, I literally think that's my favorite quest in runescape and it's okay. probably okay. because it's one of the only ones that I've done where I didn't space bar the whole thing, which is a sin, like, but Okay one day actually i'll go back and i'll read all the lore and every single quest on a brand new account but not today (laughs) um another really simple one that would be really cool is murder mystery that's a little spooky right like you go in there and you're fighting the 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 guy the grim reaper mask oh the mistlin mystery yes sorry mistlin mystery Mm -hmm. how did i mix that up (laughs) Because murder mystery is a quest. Oh, but yeah. it's the one okay. that's set in like the, the mansion where you have to go yes. and like it's like a clue who done it uh, mm-hmm. for murder mystery. Mistelin mystery could be awesome. What game am I thinking of? What style of game could Mistelin mystery be? I don't know. Resident Evil. I don't. I've never played Resident Evil. And neither have I. But I know you've seen the gameplay footage of the big woman. So that kind of like, oh, my God. All right. We're going to take yet another break. Michael's going to go watch about 45 minutes of Lady Dimitrescu footage. And then we're going to come back. And and, for those of you, for those of you who have played Resident Evil, you know what I'm talking about. You're running away from not just Lady Dimitrescu, any, you know, Mr. X style enemy, which could be that like Grim Reaper thing. You're leaving notes. Mm -hmm. You have to solve puzzles. You're getting information. And then you have this big engaging fight at the end, which sucks in uh, in RuneScape, by the way. I hate, I hate the and Mystery fight. I hate that boss fight. I, I know it's a holiday event, but oh my god, it's it's terrible. But like you could uh, you could change it for first person to be like holding the mirror and like have to rotate all around to like figure out where you're gonna get shot from. The mm-hmm. end cutscene in first person would be really cool. Where you've got Abigail who got stabbed in the back and then just shows up and 
chops the one bitch in half with a BGS. I think that's her <laughs> name. Whoever pops out of the drawer and BGS specs the shit out oh, of the yeah. antagonist. Yeah. Um, that would be such a cool quest in first person. That's it actually a really good one. I wish I'd have thought of that. That's really good. It, it brings a different angle because when you're doing the quest, you're top down, you're seeing all the rooms, everything that it has to offer. But imagine in first person, you walk in, dark hallway. That's all you're seeing. You're not seeing all the stuff that's happening in the background. Mm-hmm. You can't see that, like, they're all the little cutscenes, like, you walk up to it, mm-hmm. but you're kind of already there. But yeah, first person would be very interesting uh, in, like, VR, even oh. would be a lot of fun. I actually first person VR because it could be so. I was just thinking how scary that quest could be, and then you put VR into my head. Yeah, old school RuneScape, the style of the game. You see everything. There are pretty vibrant colors in most places, but mm-hmm. graphically, it is limited to what you see. A mm-hmm. first person mystical and mystery. You walk in, dark as shit, foggy. You just hear creaks. You don't know where they're from. Like when you walk up to like the first person you interact with is the guy who gets killed by like the apple barrel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just talking to him about something, and then suddenly you see this like grim reaper face appear out of nowhere, and then whoosh, stabbed in the back. You don't see the one chick getting stabbed. Uh, the the, mm-hmm. the woman who like, you know. Kills the antagonist. Uh, yeah, you just hear it like muffled through a door, and then you get a note that slides out from under the door. Right, that's so, so scary. And then when you go outside, you've got like the moonlight shining through. Like when you blow that mm-hmm. wall up, oh my god! In VR, fuck that quest would be so scary. Yeah, because it's kind of like everything would be dark. I think if it was, if this was first person, it would be dark. And then you have to light up the room, and then now you're only looking through candlelight versus having to like hold a candle because there's no flashlights. Oh man, mm-hmm. your brightness right. setting isn't turned all the way up because your GPU has you render 16 chunks away, and you can see everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's okay. a good question. I think that for sure. Michael, you've successfully taken the cake this week for the fun question. Aww, I thought I thought the Dragon Slayer Two Agility Course would be really cool, but <laughs> I think Mistle and Mystery would be terrifying in first person. Shout out to a free to play quest taking the cake. I know a free to play holiday event quest that I <laughs> hate doing on my new oh, accounts. Man. It's good crafting XP, but man, it's so bad. It was really good crafting XP in leagues, but. Getting oh, through the door in leagues was horrible, though. That's a conversation for another day. We'll talk oh, more about because... leagues when we get closer to leagues. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up today? Try out the Steam client. It's RuneScape. Yeah. It runs on a potato. It's not going to take up that much room on your computer. Download the Steam client. Try the new features. Do the quest. Don't use a guide. Hooray for the bow of Ferdhinen. Ferdhinen. <laughs> kind of just wrap it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next week with a new episode. Appreciate every one of you. We recently hit five thousand plays total on this podcast. I feel like when we started this just seventeen episodes ago, I don't know. I had no expectations for what it could be, and you guys have blown that out of the water for me. So I we really we really appreciate that. If you can like, comment, subscribe, do all that. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. 
I don't think we're ever going to make a Facebook, so just don't no, even suggest we're not, it. We're not making a Facebook. Don't. Stay away from us. Yeah. OnlyFans, though, that's coming. Uh... <laughs> we teased that if we ever had like a Patreon or something like that, we do like a completely shirtless episode. Nobody wants would be... to see that. Tell us if you want to see that. Nobody wants to see <laughs> Take it from me. I've Listen, seen myself shirtless. Nobody wants to see that. My wife would watch that. So we have at least one person. Hooray. Hooray! Speaking of wife, this is going to oh. be the last thing, swear to God. Yesterday, here in the United States, and possibly other places, but I don't live anywhere else, so I couldn't tell you. It was Father's Day. For those of you that don't know, our beloved co-host, Michael, celebrated his first early I guess Father's Day yesterday yeah. because yeah. his child is due very soon, like very on soon. the doorstep. Like you're checking the location on the Uber app, like oh, it says it's five minutes wet. Like soon, this, the the boy is coming. Yep, yep, yep. So you'll probably start to hear different voices other than mine because uh, I'm not going to be here once he's born. Here, as in on the podcast, so. We'll get into that later, if there is a later for me, at least. But Oxy might have to fill you in. He's uh, Hold on. You're making it sound like you're quitting or dying. You're going on a, like a little paternity leave high easy there, yeah, killer. Yeah, I mean, that's all I mean. <laughs> God, you, you made it seem you're like, uh, there'll be other voices in your head that aren't mine. And if I'm ever to return, who's to say? <laughs> Uh, it'll be two or say, three weeks guys just i was two gonna or three say weeks. congratulations on your first father's day you're out here like well guess i'll just die <laughs> no that's not what i meant <laughs> i appreciate the sentiment oxy i'm sorry i brought it down um i'll be gone for a couple weeks bet your bottom dollar i'll be back because <laughs> i will miss you guys but i'll have 99 uh, rune crafting when i come back and a essence running alt. Yes, he'll be training. I'll buy him his own little iPad. <laughs> so we already did all the pluggy stuff. Uh, thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, scapers, Bye. XP wasters. <laughs>